0: Cześć everyone. My name is Ania Sibionczka. and my name is Anita Wulikowska, and we are your local foreigners.
1: So in this episode, we're talking about accents, mm-hmm. which yep. is funny in the Polish context. Yeah, because there's no accents in Poland. We are from um, different regions in Poland, aren't we? Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't, you know, if I met you today, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have any idea where you're from
0: in Poland. Exactly. Same. Same here. I. I don't even think about it, it's because everybody that I know, uh, irrespective of whether they are from the south, from the north, from and, and Poland is a big country. It's a big country. You don't know, you can't locate them geographically just by listening to their accent. No. So and that's fascinating because um, well, I assume that it's that's the thing across the globe but then um when i came here i realized that in the uk there's this absolute plethora of accents everywhere you go and then i thought okay maybe it's just like a british thing and and then i started asking other people from other countries about um accents in their countries and it turns out that most countries would have lots of different accents Apart from Poland. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Do you think it's, like, historical? Because we kind of got
1: invaded, like, a hundred times and we got moved around. I... And, like, we got, like, placed yeah. in different... So people were so mixed in terms of... It's rare that your family actually comes from mm. that particular region. I mean, it's true for many people, but I think yeah. it's... The mobility uh-huh. was, has always been quite huge. And also, like, people have... L- I think every single Polish family has a history of uh, migration, mm-hmm. and maybe that kind of coming and going and mixing maybe kind of
0: contributes to that. I but I would I would think that that would contribute to the opposite. That because we had been invaded and we were under occupation of uh, different, very different countries, that would make us get influenced by those countries and therefore we would have developed different accents as yeah, a result maybe. um maybe like immune to accents like we can't immunity <laughs> and like, just like,
1: like uh-huh. a polish national trade
0: yeah I've, I've it's no fascinating
1: idea. if anyone has any idea if anyone polish is listening to us right now and you've got any ideas please send us a message because um, we could definitely dig into this yes. more in future episodes with uh-huh. any help yeah and
0: yeah like we really dig into it and explore i would love to find out why we don't have so many accents mm. considering the fact that we are such a big country so there's there's such an such a potential to yeah. to do, just the, you know develop your own twangs and versions of a language and yet we still manage to keep it relatively uniform with the exceptions of those regions that, that we talked about so that's um, that's the accent/ slash dialect situation in Poland however in Britain it's, it's almost totally different opposite and I feel yeah. like it's almost like a national sport people love guessing where people are from. And even the phrase like "Where is your accent from?" That doesn't exist in, in Polish. Like, That's you would, true. You would never say to someone, "Where is your accent from?" That's so true. Whereas yeah. here, it's like it's almost like a, um, a diplomatic way of asking in general, like "Where are you from?" But I love it that you actually use the accent to um, to, to to localize, like to find out where someone geographically is from yeah not necessarily country but also like you know like oh specifically where where are you from is it from the north or from this specific town yeah yeah in po- in polish you yeah, never... doesn't do it doesn't exist you never ask that question yeah i was very surprised when i first came to the uk i was surprised that there are so many accents but i was also i remember not being very aware of um of just how many different variations of accents there are there and I remember not I guess that I just because I wasn't familiar um, with the different sounds I couldn't really um, differentiate between the different accents and I remember um, actually so when I first came to the UK I actually was living in Wales and I don't remember feeling like, oh, this is a very strong accent, the Welsh accent. And it's now, to me, it sounds like it is a very easily recognisable accent to me. But before, it wasn't. It was just an, like the way people I, spoke. I feel the same way. Because it was our first experience in the UK was
1: Wales. So we almost grew up yeah. in Wales. That's like our UK home. Is Wales as yeah. a default... The like base language line. base. Yes. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I yeah, I kind of really quickly picked up um my understanding of Welsh accent mm-hmm. to the point where as you're saying, okay. you would not even be aware uh, of it as something different. Yeah. And then I would come to London and I had um a situation where for example my uh British friend and my American friend was sat in a room and my Welsh friend walked in and he was just saying something, looking for something and both of them, especially my American friend, Uh she had no idea what he was saying. Literally Uh zero idea. She couldn't understand a word. And she looked at my British friend and he kind of got the gist of it, Uh um, but not entirely. Uh Uh, And it was the Welsh valleys accent which was something I was really familiar with. Um and I found it really interesting because it's something is the accent I was most familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um and I would never think that it was a difficult one to get because it was all I knew. Yeah. But then in a different context, mm-hmm. it was actually very very different to your general kind of English um English accent.
0: Yeah. Same. I I just found it very easy to understand. Um and Yeah, I just I just remember this feeling of like, hmm, there's like, I I didn't really understand that that's an accent. Uh, And only, I I guess, like my first um, memory of realizing that there are different accents, which now sounds really silly. Like, obviously, there's so many. And I knew that obviously there's American English and British English. And that's, you know, like the the difference is very much the, the way people pronounce things um but that was kind of like it for me so i remember working in a restaurant uh after i think after my first year of uni um over the summer i was working at a restaurant and there was there was uh just many people uh from the customers were from all over the the world and only then I started realizing how important it is to understand accents. Well, first of all, that there's there's many accents, uh, and how important it is to understand them because the environment was really really loud. So I would have to really like, pay attention to like how people talk and what they say. And um, I remember I remember that that was the first time when I started struggling when I was coming in contact with some new accents. And I remember. Mixing up the Irish accents with American accents. Wow! I, I remember reading really, really? the like, Yeah, uh, no. so interesting. Exactly. Like, I remember speaking to this um, Irish guy, and I was like, "Oh, like you, you're from America, aren't you?" And he's like, "No, I'm from Ireland." Obviously, with his Irish accent. Um, and I was like, "Oh, really?" Like that, that. I just remember that surprise. Like, oh my god, I was sure that that's an American accent and obviously now they're so totally different to me but i think this shows just how much you like as you listen to accents and you get accustomed yeah. and exposed you pick it up yeah. you pick it up and you start n- noticing these like slight differences i still i don't think i'm very good at um, recognizing accents like i can hear that it's something different I'm still not able to really like pinpoint where where that's from yeah more generally because I feel like I think I had this conversation um, the other week with
1: my boyfriend who was from Oxfordshire and we were in Kennington uh, over Easter and we bumped into these three guys um, I think they just asked about something Mm -hmm. and they walk away and my boyfriend goes oh they're from Kennington Mm -hmm. as a total Kennington accent and, and I was like what do you mean? Because they, to me, they just sound English, like South English, I guess. Yeah. And then he could put on that accent and say something in that accent. And then I, I was able to pick it up. But also, if you think about it, it's a tiny village mm-hmm. and it has slightly different accent mm-hmm. to like even probably all the accents within the county, within Oxfordshire. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's crazy. So every single village, and I guess you can, you, you have to be local. Mm-hmm. And not a local foreigner, an actual ro- local, uh, yeah. to pick it up, to pick up those little, the tiniest of subtleties when it's sometimes single words that just have a little bit of a, maybe like a longer R uh, mm-hmm. or something said or like a slightly different intonation Yeah, that you pick up. But it was fascinating to me how... That tiny like region it can be for an accent to exist
0: exactly that that's something that absolutely blows my mind and again something i wasn't aware of for a long time because so like i, I feel like there was like and for me an evolution of understanding of accents like at the beginning i felt like no there's probably just british and american uh, then i i started realizing oh there's a little bit more accents and then I started realising, oh my god, it actually goes all the way to, like, not even regional level, not to the county level, but really, like, to a, like, village, village to village yeah. level. Yeah. You can live probably, like, it's 10 b- it's miles me. apart and have a, a different, different accent. accent. Yeah. Just like, it's like... It's beyond me. It's amazing. And, yeah. I, and I think it's... um. I think it's it's a it's a really beautiful thing that you've got this like a patchwork of of different accents in in the UK, and it's um, and then I've, I'm also noticing that um, and it's I guess it's something that's on the um, on the kind of like discussion national discussion agenda that um, from like from what I understand some uh accents used to be kind of marginalized in a sense that for example the, there's this thing of like the the BBC uh accent you yeah. know like the BBC yeah. way of talking i do remember years ago watching the tv and not hearing very many accents and recently when i when i watch tv or listen to the radio um i i can hear a lot more different accents and like yeah. strong accents like for example the, the Scottish accent. What's the experience with the, with the Scotty, Scottish Scottish accent?
1: I've got like a few. Mm-hmm. One is a friend well a mate of mine I used to know who would just kind of occasionally travel over um, and I would always just meet up at gigs or parties there's always a kind of just a very short hi blah blah mm-hmm. and he was always, he was a very funny guy who'd always uh, tell a joke Mm -hmm. And I never, ever understood that joke. And I'm talking three years, every single interaction with him, I had no idea what he was saying whatsoever. Okay, so it's not
0: that you didn't get the... Joke? No. Like, it wasn't... I I, I didn't understand what he was saying.
1: (laughs) So I always, like, fake laughed. Uh Everything he said, he probably thought I was a moron. Because I was not... (laughs) Because it was loud and his accent was so... I was, And I think he was the first Scottish person I actually... Knew really well to be actually interacting with, mm-hmm. so unlike Welsh that I was really accustomed to, mm-hmm. Scottish was I've literally got no idea what he's saying. And the worst story actually I've got with Scottish accent mm-hmm. is when I was working in the cinema, mm-hmm. and this woman came over and said something, mm-hmm. and I was just stunned. I I literally did not understand a word she said again. Like, not one word. I kind of thought she was talking about a pet store. Uh-huh. I don't know. I just, I think I just, I just caught, like, a pet there. And I thought... And I actually said to her, Oh, it's, this is a cinema. Um, I'm not sure whether there are any um, pet stores in Clapham. Uh-huh. And she just looked at me, utterly confused, but also kind of, What the hell are you talking about? And that was it. And I kind of just looked at my English colleague... And he's politely asked, gesticulated to kind of, to take over from me. <laughs> and just whispered to his ear, I have no idea what she's saying. I literally, please, I can't, I can't sell her anything. Rescue. There's nothing. Please <laughs> rescue me. Exactly. Uh-huh. And he struggled and he spent good, like, I think 10 minutes trying to work it out. But she obviously wanted... And he to... was native English. Yeah. From, yeah. Uh-huh. from, I think, just outside of London. Uh-huh. Um, and he managed to get, you know, to get the information and <laughs> sell her tickets and everything. And he actually could pinpoint where in Scotland she was from. And apparently it's like Northern Scotland, like above Aberdeen or
0: something. I don't know. But yeah. But it it is a really fascinating. Yeah, okay. We maybe don't have that ability to, again, recognize the accents because we're not just not familiar with the phenomenon in general. But so I understand that I think the the British are much better at that. Like you said, it's like almost a national sport. But it really uh, it astounds me that so you're able to like if you're from England you're able to really like pinpoint where in Scotland the accent is from like how do yeah, people have I know. that yeah. knowledge I'm I know it's incredible, but yeah I I agree that the Scottish accent it's it's a really tough accent for me and I've struggled with it for a long long time and I. I, I thought that um, now I have a few Scottish friends and um, I obviously have met many people who have Scottish accents. So I thought that with time I would develop this kind of like fluency in understanding the Scottish yeah, accent. No, it hasn't happened no how (laughs) wrong could i be i so i i don't have maybe such specific situations uh where i really struggled with scottish accent but i do remember and i mean like this is this is not like i'm not trying to say really targeting poor
1: scottish people we're so sorry it's not the actually it's a beautiful accent i love scottish accent it is and it's nothing
0: negative um it's just I, I find it really funny that for some reason yeah. this is the accent. And it's really interesting as well. And yeah. I'm struggling with it I and mean, it maybe it's uh it's not just us, maybe there's more people who struggle yeah. with if you struggle with, with, with accent. college accent, call this number. <laughs> <laughs> helpline. Actually the opposite of the helpline <laughs> yeah. Um so I remember um working for an insurance company. I, I wish I didn't remember that part of my life. But Just I do story. remember. Please go on. <laughs> I remember working for an insurance company, and I was working. Uh, I was on on the phone. Uh, I would speak with customers on the phone always, and it was actually um, we would work with people who um, who were abroad. And they had an injury or an accident of some sort. They had to use their travel insurance. So, like, whenever they, they called us, they were really distressed. It was, like, literally sometimes people would call us and be like, my my kid is, like, in in the hospital. They're having an operation. Like, they were really sometimes life-threatening situations. So my role was to get the, the, like, the basic information uh, from them so then I could just take it further and escalate it then they just kind of like like start the insurance process so they can get the, the help abroad. So it was very important to get all the information right and sometimes I would have people with Scottish Jackson calling and I, I felt so terrible because I really wanted to help and I really wanted to do my job well and get all that information from them. But all I could say is could you please repeat <laughs> i would just not understand anything that sounds like a great like sitcom of
1: uh <laughs> like imagine like a sitcom of like polish phone operators yeah. with, like kids dying blood accidents you know absolute disasters and then this uh, uh, a, a foreigner your local foreigner person going could you please repeat that like kids just <laughs> literally died could you what? Please <laughs> repeat that. That just sounds yeah. Yeah. grim but funny. Grim. Yeah, Sorry. but the, dark humor.
0: I, but. I, I, and apologies to all the Scottish people that had to speak to me at those We'll be boycotted huge moments in of distress. <laughs> yeah. Banned. Yeah, but so that that was my first struggle with the Scottish accent. I Also, um, uh, my uh, ex's uncle was. Scottish and he was actually a really funny guy and I loved talking to him but half of the time again I had no idea what he was talking about. He smiled and nodded. Yeah and mm. I was I was just trying to be like I, I was a very good listener when I was yeah. talking to him yeah. um, but not really because I couldn't understand anything um, so that was another kind of like struggle and uh, and also one time I had a um, uh, a counselor um, and I she was from Scotland and our counseling sessions would be over the phone and oh, oh, and no. th- this was the other way around so this time she was trying to, obviously to help me and I would I, I just couldn't understand what she was talking about but that was like for the first like two sessions I, I had real trouble understanding what she was saying and then I got used to her accent and and then magically i finally understood the, the scottish accent please mm. and let me emphasize it again i love the scottish accent i struggle with it but it's a beautiful accent it's beautiful accent. and it's I've... actually gorgeous
1: irish and a scottish accents are oh, oh, just yes. the irish. best accents in the world
0: yeah the irish accent i actually had the um um the luck to work for an irish company and at that time, I didn't know how much I would love the Irish accent. But there was so many people from Ireland there. And yeah, that that's when I fell in love with the Irish accent, when I was just surrounded with it.
1: Sorry to shame you slightly, but it's not to shame you, because you? Mm-hmm. I love that and I would love to do it myself. Uh-huh. But remember when you had Sat Nav with the male Irish <gasps> yes. voice? Yes. Guiding us through... Uh, Wales. I think that's when we went to Wales. Yes, and that was the best sat nav. It's uh, it was just please please just tell us everything, tell us about all the roads in detail, and uh, just tell yeah. us all the street names.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll it go anywhere you want us to go. Yeah, just yeah. Just so us, again, this is a, t- a testament to how much I I love the Irish accent. Even my sat nav uh, has the the Irish voiceover. So Irish accents. I'll be
1: trying to do the same, but I've I'm sharing a satnav with my boyfriend, so I don't think he will appreciate the he's sticking with a female voice, so um oh, yeah. We'll probably be fighting over
0: Does she uh, have Satinev? a... What, what kind of accent does she neutral. have? Neutral. Neutral boring kind of. Yeah. yeah. Actually talking about neutral accents, um can you um can you recognise accents when someone sings? Interesting question. Hmm.
1: I don't think so. Mm. I don't think accents really come across in singing, strangely. Yeah. Classic example being Adele.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah,
1: exactly. It has a strong accent. Actually, I'm not sure where Adele's from, but. Mm-hmm. And then when she sings, she kind of has this very kind of, I guess, BBC pronunciation of a classic English. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. And I, I totally agree. And, and the reason I asked that question is because. Um, I can't give specific examples now but I I remember a few times listening to to some artists and not really like thinking about whether they have an accent or not because they 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 kind of had this like neutral um way of singing and then um and then I would listen to an interview with them and I'd be like oh my god like they are they they have such strong accent
1: and there are lots of I think Actually, neutral accents, and this was lots of people that I studied with uh, mostly international students and I used that in a way that they were literally kind of born in say in Canada and studied in France and high school in Belgium mm-hmm. and did a work experience in Australia or mm-hmm. something like completely international all over the world and then when they arrived in London, they kind of sounded. Like na- like native,
0: mm-hmm.
1: as in, you kind of think, maybe you could be English, but maybe you're not. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're American. So, like, you're a native English speaker, but I can't tell where from. Yeah. And that kind of neutral accent, like kind of radio ready, like, go on BBC and present something.
0: I agree. I, I, I used to think that of uh, the Dutch accent... Which now I can actually I think I'm better at recognizing the Dutch accent. Again, um. I think it's, it's really about the exposure because when I didn't have um, many Dutch friends, if well, like the, the probably the first few Dutch people that I met, I felt like oh you've got such a neutral accent. But then I realized no, that, right, the, okay. that, like right okay, I can recognize the Dutch accent. And I used to think that about the Swedish accent, and then again I worked for a Swedish company and I. I had a few Swedish friends and then I, I think I started to recognise... Yeah, I definitely...
1: Yeah, I would... Oh, I think I, I would recognise. Okay. like I see. Because my Swedish friends would always sound really neutral to me. They kind of almost... Exactly, yeah. Like, they could be from England, mm-hmm. but they're not... But they... Like, 99% are... I don't know. Like, I don't know how to really describe it, but it's there's no nothing regional about their accent, like, to my ear. Yeah. But I guess if I maybe was just kind of surrounded by, say, just Swedish people speaking English, I could maybe pick up those little... Mm-hmm. things but unless you do I don't think you're able to
0: yeah I it's I for me it definitely is about exposure the more I'm exposed to an accent the more I start picking out those little subtleties and these like intricacies of that particular accent and then like ah okay I know why they recognize like why they why they have the accent because they pronounce the eyes in a different way, right. or the, you know, yeah. they intonate differently. Yeah. The So talking about recognising accents, um, or differentiating between accents, can you differentiate between Australian and a Kiwi accent? No. And
1: I had that conversation that with sense. my Australian friends. And,
0: do you know what? Now,
1: because I had this conversation so often with my Australian friends, and at that point, I could never like in a real life situation I could never tell them apart those two accents mm-hmm. but then I started watching more kiwi films mm-hmm. and I could really tune into that twang which I think is the most adorable and I love that mm-hmm. kiwi twang yeah um but I guess if I just met a Ki- the Ki a kiwi person and stood them next to Australian person mm-hmm. I probably would get confused yeah but like isolated I can probably now tell Yeah. But having been exposed to Mostly Kiwi cinema. Um, but yeah. But I think it's so subtle. It's so very subtle.
0: But like... To
1: us. Canadian we're... or American.
0: Canadian, American. That's another difficult right. one. No. Oh. Maybe. I think... May- but again, there's such a like, multitude English of... Canadians. ...American accents that... And I, there's probably also a multitude of Canadian accents, right? Like, no. I, I think I wouldn't no be too. Sorry, Canadians, no yeah. idea, and Australians and Kiwi people because, th- yeah, apologies just... to you all. <laughs> Got a lot of people to apologise to. I know, I know, but it's like it. I I do find it just amusing how, um, I'm just unable to to tell where it's someone is coming. It's fascinating,
1: because, you, you know, we've you've, you've been in the UK for 10 years and we've studied English for much, much longer. Mm-hmm. And, and we're, you know, absolutely fluent in English. And yet, there's always these little areas around where you're completely lost.
0: Yeah,
1: Actually, American accents is something I, never, I was never really that exposed to. Mm-hmm. Cause even through culture, like music, film, TV, I would having been obsessed with the UK, as established in the last episode, Mm -hmm. uh, I would watch uh, British films and British TV series. And then, um, yeah, I wasn't really into American culture as much. Mm -hmm. And to this day, I sometimes struggle with American accents. For example, American South, like a southern brawl, like Texan, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, super difficult. I remember actually watching a... Tarantino film, the last one, and I'm really bad, bad with names, and I keep forgetting them, but uh-huh. the Western one. Yeah. And for the first half an hour, I had zero idea of what was being said. Kind of making it out through visuals. Uh-huh. And and Jimmy, my boyfriend, could understand everything and kind of translate
0: uh-huh.
1: uh bits to me. And then I left, I think maybe I posted about it, and my polder friend, who again has been in the UK for 15 years or something super yeah. long obviously fluent in English working in, in London for years and years didn't understand the entire film
0: are you talking about The Hateful Eight? yes same thing no, exactly yeah. the same thing right. I could not understand anything and I was watching it with an English speaking person and they they struggled a little bit but they understood it I was lost I had to re-watch the whole thing with subtitles and I still struggled to yeah. be like to get like if I was just to, to watch like if I was to watch without the subtitles again, I probably wouldn't understand anything. Yeah. That was oh so so hard to to understand. But I, I also remember I don't know whether this is to do with the accent or something else, but I remember uh in my first year of living in the UK, um I Obviously, like, I I didn't really struggle with the language, I wouldn't say. Like, obviously, I wasn't mm, completely fluent, but I could understand most of what was said in any any conversation. And if I didn't understand that, I would be able to ask. But when it came to watching films, I couldn't do it. I would not be able to to watch a film. And I don't know whether that was maybe to do with, with an accent, because I remember particularly watching an, an American film and I don't remember what the film was but I was watching a film and I was like, oh my god, I live in an English-speaking country, I study in English, I do like, I work in English, I do everything in English and then I'm watching an English-speaking film and I can't understand. It took me a while yeah. to get used to watching films in English and understanding them. Did you have similar experience? Not so much in general,
1: I guess, but I was always like from an early age because I was again through my obsession with the UK. I'd be watching those films, okay, and TV series and everything. Uh So it's something I was really familiar with, unlike the American um, film TV series, which I kind of came to be more familiar with, Mm -hmm. like in the last ten years.
0: Okay, but before
1: then, I found it really, really difficult, much more difficult than any
0: British Uh stuff. Yeah. Um, the, the last thing before we wrap up that I really wanted to talk about um, is our accents. I would like to know what people normally recognise your accent as. Are they able to tell that you're Polish or do they give you different guesses? Um,
1: I've gone through so many um, answers to that question actually. Mm-hmm. Because I think when I lived in Wales, I definitely had, as I said last time, Mm -hmm. um, a Welsh twang. So I think at that time, people could tell I wasn't Welsh. Mm -hmm. But because I misleadingly sounded Welsh, but wasn't Welsh, Uh it was always just that, you sound Welsh, but you're not (laughs) Welsh. So, And then I think I got like... Var- variety of uh, answers from uh, Dutch to like Norwegian, like really random, more like Northern accents. I don't uh-huh. know. Um, and then there's been a lot of people who kind of went straight in with, Oh, you sound Eastern European, which I kind of hate because I'm just like, Oh, thanks for just identifying me right away. <laughs> because you must do that because of the <laughs> national sport. <laughs> Um, but fair enough. Um, yeah, and I, I remember being in the states, and every everyone thought I was British. Oh. All Americans uh-huh. um, thought I was British. All American friends, and uh, and I couldn't really understand that because I know I don't sound British. Yeah. But then, yeah, it was that different context.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think it's mostly Eastern European mm-hmm. than random ones just. Literally pointed them up and go, (laughs) (laughs) and then British when you're in
0: America. When you're in America, yeah. I would say that um, you definitely don't have a Polish accent. I wouldn't say that you've got Eastern European accent, but again, maybe that's because. Who are we to judge? Can we judge? Exactly. Maybe I just don't. To me, you sound British, for example. Yeah. So, okay. So with me, I. So I would, um, I would say that there, there tends to be like, okay, there's two key groups of people that um, identify, groups of people. Identify, try to identify yeah, my accent. Yeah, okay. So first is um, native English speakers. And if I speak with a British person, then most of the time, like probably 90% uh, of the time, they are able to recognize I am not British and then then trying obviously try and guess where I'm from it normally doesn't tend to be Poland uh usually well again a whole whole load of strange guesses uh I've had like um South African actually oh comes up a lot yeah South African Australian and uh I get French a lot as well I don't know why, but French is like yeah. regularly. Like I would have like probably every fourth person, and right. um, would say, "Oh, are you French?" I was like, "No, I but mean, it look, could be. Maybe you
1: look French. Maybe yeah. you've got that French vibe about you. All elegant and you know."
0: Mm, I don't know. Like I, I tend I to wear vibes. a lot of um, um, neck scarves. Like they know. I are stereotyping friend, the French neck neck now. Sorry, the French. No, but when I do, people tell me, "Oh, are you Belgian?" so ah. but I didn't know that maybe that's like okay. a stereotype about Belgian people that they wear neck scarves I don't know but I've 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 had should a definitely we, um cover this
1: close oh, stereotypes but no no like yeah maybe that'd be a slippery subject but kind of uh, <laughs> yeah. you know why why neck scarves why are okay. neck scarves Belgian Belgian or French right or French yeah I
0: have no idea so it's 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 not mm. my own opinion. It's just what I've been told. Yes. So that that's one category of people. The, the native speakers tend to recognize that I'm not uh, British um, or that yeah, I don't have a British accent to them. Uh, they do, yeah, they do tend to say sometimes Eastern European as well, even though like I also always argue the center of Europe is in Poland, so we're kind of like we're central european if anything else yes (laughs) but i guess like to the the culturally we are i guess eastern european and uh and i'm actually i'm really proud of that like whenever whenever someone says eastern european i actually i do identify with eastern europe as well as central europe as well as probably everything else um but yeah i just i'm i'm proud like I don't know. I I feel nice when someone says, "Oh, you, you you look Eastern. You sound Eastern European." So that sometimes happens. Now, the second uh, group of people would be non-native speakers. So when I speak with my friends or just someone who's uh, who speaks English but it's not their first language, they tend to say that I'm British. Mm, so for yeah, for them, so yeah. I must have some elements maybe of the British accent
1: definitely I would say yeah I would <sighs> say so yeah
0: see like again we can
1: maybe like open your DMs just send us messages <laughs> I didn't judge Anita's accent Yeah, things
0: exactly Anita's
1: British.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you didn't know that I'm Polish what would you say where where would you say I'm from based same on for my me actually I'd like to hear and for, for Anna. yeah yeah
1: um Everyone's guesses. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, would, guess I would
0: say that to me, you also sound British. Your accent is British to me. Interesting. Yeah, to your it's... own ear, what what doesn't sound? Can you can you?
1: I feel like I have British moments, and then there's some things I say that sound really Polish, and that also is picked up on. Mm-hmm. So I think it changes, and there's words, and there's days. So it's not like I just think I have like a permanent. I feel like when I'm it tired changes. as well, mm-hmm. I would sound more. Polish, because I'm not paying attention to how I actually pronounce things, I don't know Mm -hmm. I think it's in between, I think we always come back to this in between thing, where we're not maybe, perhaps we don't sound fully Polish, but we definitely don't sound fully British, and we're somehow in between Mm. and then everyone is interested and tries to get to the bottom of it yeah
0: but guessing. i love that i actually really like that question like oh where is your accent from and then it's like oh yes they're mysterious the guessing game starts yeah it's trying me i love it i really like it when people when people try and guess and i i do like it when they don't guess somehow i don't know why i like it when, when they aha like, uh-huh. they can't guess yeah it is that weird sense of
1: satisfaction it's
0: like yes i've i've Constantly. hidden it it's my secret
1: have you had any hilarious um stories uh when you were completely misunderstood because of my accent because of your accent because you (laughs) pronounce something so badly that no one got it
0: um i don't look for no nothing comes to my mind right now i don't think so i mean i mean i'm sure people misunderstand or don't understand what I say on a daily basis um they probably just like it's it's like not a big problem because they just like you know say can you repeat or uh or they hide it um but no I I've never had a situation where it would be like a oh wow that was like a total really? misunderstanding but I feel like I, I have can a sense a story
1: okay, I come ask on. my question yeah. Because I do have actually quite a lot of situations, like little situations, Mm -hmm. where uh, with my British friends mostly, who would not quite get, but I'm also like quite scattered, as you might have noticed (laughs) as well, in the way I speak and I jump from one thing to another. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes it's maybe the accent, but also just me going off so many tangents, I end up with, what are you saying, Anna? Mm-hmm. didn't get it at all but there's one story that particularly stands out and I was probably 15 mm-hmm. or 16 and just visiting England for one of those uh, English language courses and I went to the supermarket and I wanted <sighs> to ask, uh, well I wanted to get cheese uh-huh. and the boy who was the well employee in the shop just did not understand what I was after but we spent good, I think like five minutes him <laughs> repeating what I'm asking. Because I know like in English you've very kind of uh distinctive sounds that we don't have in Polish. For example, long e like in cheese, mm-hmm. but so thin, more like uh sound, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Whereas we've got e or e and mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. Or we've got f and we haven't got thin. F- Mm-hmm. or whatever. So there's yeah. so many sounds that we actually have to learn. And that's the most difficult it's thing, I think, really getting those sounds. And so I imagine what I must have been saying was, cheese? Uh-huh. Cheese? cheese. Just like a Polish yeah. person said cheese? cheese. Yeah, and he geez. was so confused. He was like, cheese, what's that? And like, cheese. And I'm like, what? Well, I don't know what cheese is. So <laughs> cheese. When you're saying it, you feel like it's the most basic like, thing. <laughs> Cheese, it's not (laughs) anything complicated. It's a very simple word. Mm -hmm. It's a very simple product. I'm in a grocery shop. And eventually, I remember him kind of almost like exclaiming at me Mm -hmm. with, Oh, you're talking about cheese. (laughs) With a long E. And we got that. And it was like, and forever, I would just, yeah, I would just Uh remember cheese is a long E. Yeah.
0: So I, I actually, am a bit. of pronouncing certain words because I guess naturally I'm drawn to the uh, kind of the the Polish more natural pronunciation. So for example, I, um, (laughs) especially at work, I'm very scared of pronouncing the word sheet. Oh yeah, yeah. Sheet is a classic. How one. many sheets of paper? Mm, that's a dangerous yeah. one. So, yeah, so I, easy to whenever whenever and... meetings, I and mean, in any kind of professional situation, I avoid uh, saying the word "sheet of paper" because I'm really scared of using it in a different way, which is gonna, which is gonna completely change the meaning of that. And the same with the word. And I think I need to think about it. Beach.
1: Yeah. Beach. Uh, beach Yeah. Shall we
0: go to the beach?
1: Yeah.
0: I like if yeah, I really... We've all been there.
1: I feel like we've yeah. all been there as foreigners. We've all uh, <laughs> said that we're going to a beach. <laughs> definitely. Exactly. we definitely we've all gone to a beach at one point in our lives. <laughs> 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 and we've all had shits of paper as well. It's, it's oh happened my to God. us.
0: Yeah, so I must have had like so many of those situations. Um when I when I accidentally set the the wrong the wrong words, the wrong shit or bitch, yeah. <laughs> and then you just realize by the the expression of the person yeah. you're talking to, like oh eyes God, like, widening, did it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in horror. Yeah. So again, like, let us know whether you've had any um, funny situations with the language or pronunciation or your accent or whatever it might be. Like, tell us about your uh, language journey. Exactly. I'm sure it's been very or, interesting.
1: Or any words apart from beach and sheet that you can think of <laughs> that are just very slippery words yeah. that you've slipped into. Uh and some yeah, awkward situations emerge from that. So I think that's it really. We've covered accents yes, all over mm-hmm. the world. We've covered Polish accents, international accents, British accents. Our
0: own accents. Our own <laughs> accents.
1: Um so we'd love to hear from you.
0: Please find us on Instagram. That's where we are. Yes. Send us a message. We are going to be talking about loads more interesting topics about being foreign and not being foreign and being local not being local. There's so much to being foreign. Loads and loads so... more. Yes. So, do you hear from us next week. Do usushenya. papa. Cześć everyone, my name is Ania Siemiączka. And my name is Anita Wielkowska and we are your local foreigners.